You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It is a rare Saturday morning edition of the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Um, I'm Leah Merrill, joined by Steve Peters, also local, but Craig Morgan is calling in live from las vegas how's it going well, live live might be a subjective <laughs> uh, maybe not alive maybe not alive <laughs> that's what vegas does to you though right that's the point how many coffees have you had what number is that this one but it's a large because i won't use the proper terminology for starbucks because it's stupid america it's a large <laughs> it's a large, large there might be an extra really shot got into that is that how you order it, Craig? Do you order a large? I refuse to say like vente or whatever. Who cares? <laughs> and, then, and then, oh, and tall. Could, if you're going to do it with one language, it's ridiculous. Small, medium, large. It's America. Come on. <laughs> well, I, would, I wouldn't put it past Craig. Yeah, Craig has all the hot coffee takes, so I'm not surprised by that. Craig, how's it been in Las Vegas so far? Is it just as cold up there as it is in Arizona the last couple of days? It's actually a little chillier up here. And I, I, I saw a lot of people on this trip last night, clearly people who don't live in the West. They did not come prepared. They probably figured, going to Vegas, it'll be great. It'll be warm. It was like in the 40s last night. So people walk around in shorts and they didn't look so happy. I don't think they brought any other clothes. But as far as the skills challenge, I don't know what you guys thought, but I loved it. it listen, the All-Star game, for too long, they, people took the All-Star game seriously. Like this game meant anything. It doesn't. It's just a showcase for all the leagues. It's a way to make money. It's a way to bring fans in, get them engaged, get them to love the sport. So I thought what the NHL did yesterday with some of those crazy events was fantastic. I mean, the fountain thing, I wanted to be out there shooting myself on that. And then the exploding targets, um, you, you guys saw what Trevor Zegers did and, and what uh, Kirill Kaprizov did. There was yeah. so much good theater yesterday, which hasn't been the NHL's MO in the past. Good for them. Keep doing it. I'm sure part of it is because it's in Vegas, but I hope they try and translate that to other markets when they go there because above all else, the All-Star Game and the Skills Challenge should be about fun. 
Absolutely. Well, and that kind of goes in that to what you said earlier in the week, Craig. This should just just let's just call it. Let's just put it in Vegas. Like the, I don't know if anywhere <laughs> else in this country or North America brings this level of fun dash excitement as Las Vegas, where you can get away with silly shit and go, oh, well, it's Vegas. Like I, I, I'll be honest. The fountain thing, cool. The cards thing on the strip street, cool. The dress up like a magician, and man, you don't like that. I, 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 I love I'm not that. Sure. I missed the breakaway challenge. They took it away. It's back. That was always my favorite event in the skills competition, and to see that last night, like to me, that is what is entertaining. And to Craig's more point, so that's what, than accuracy shooting. But that's what that's what if you look on your social media today, what are they tweeting? They're not tweeting the the you know the, like you said the fastest skater that's not a it's zegris dressing up like dodgeball it's it, that's what Alex you're Debrinket right be from the hangover that was hilarious and that's what like that's fun and that's the fun part i, I agree i get it i just for me eh, eh. why does that not shock me at all <laughs> you talk about the blind Medi- medium fun yeah, the, okay, but the blindfold and that move, even if he wasn't blindfolded, move. that move it's crazy, was unbelievable. Right? Something with a magnet? I, I, how do you do that? Like, yeah, I wondered that, that too. Like, laws of physics. Yeah, get Penn and Teller to look into that one because I don't know. Seriously, I want an investigation on that. And by the way, I don't care if that thing was double wrapped. That was basically like cheesecloth. He could see through that. There's, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was white. Oh, it wasn't real? Oh, no, it was it was all good. It was good. And and a shout out to uh, former one time long, long, long ago Coyote Equipment Manager, um, Frosty Chris Chappetto. I don't know if you know Frosty. He is now out with the New Jersey Devils. His son played the mini me. That was his Hughes. son. Yeah, that played the Hughes mini me. So the equipment manager of the cute. New Jersey Devils, Frosty, who was who, by the way, was the first guy to ever give me Coyote swag when I became an employee. He said, "Just don't tell Stan." And Craig would know Stan. They don't. don't and Mini Jack Hughes anything. was afforded uh, John Hamm another, or someone else, John Hamm in this case, an opportunity to take another swipe at the Coyotes. Unreal. What did he say? He said, oh, uh, watching him, maybe the Coyotes could draft him. <laughs> it just doesn't end, does it? John. We kind of can't get away from ridicule at the All-Star on, game. John, what have you done lately, John Hamm? I, I tweeted this. I, I he, he was the weakest part of Baby Driver for me. I needed to take a shot at him because really Baby <laughs> Driver. Yeah, I'll put that on Leah's yeah, must-watch movies. I've seen that first of all, and that's and that's what everyone thinks of when they think of John Hamm for sure. <laughs> oh my God! Which um, All-Star Skills event do you guys like the best? I'm I'm torn between. I, I think it's the fountains. I, I love the fountains. I want to take the Okay, cars. so Craig, so Craig, this was a question that. Uh, came up in our members only discord for those who were there in the arena how did you all get to experience those outdoor events unfortunately only on the the big screen they showed it on the scoreboard on the but they filmed those much earlier in the day okay so it was pre-taped or the day before started one event in sunshine and then ended it in dark yeah (laughs) that was eh, you probably should have done that a little bit do better with that but hey it's the first time so who, who cares really yeah, and I'll go with yeah. the cards. I liked the cards thing. I thought that was cool. I thought it was one-on-one because the guys were seriously competing. Like that was kind of a thing. Like the 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 Bellagio font ones, that was hard. Yeah, like, it was those hard. those near targets were hard. The far targets, okay, the, almost a couple of gimmies, but those close ones were hard. 
You know what the the fountains reminded me of? It's those games that you play when you, when you go to uh, like a carnival or something that are impossible to win. They're like rigged against the person that so they can just take your money. Like the ball that won't stay in a yeah. cup or won't go in. A, like like the hole for the ball is literally the size of the ball, so it would have to be a perfect drop to get in. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah, it did. It, did. it was almost not fair. But but the, the old school ones, the old school competitions were almost anticlimactic. Then, mm-hmm. like the fastest skater, you're like, eh. I want to see the fountains. Like, let's go fast forward. Let's, yeah, McDavid's probably the fastest, but wait, no, he isn't. How about Jordan Cairo coming through with the fastest skater with the St. Louis Blues? But those those standard old standby ones kind of faded to the glitzy new ones, and that's again why I want to see it. Like, I don't know what maybe do the fastest skater down Las Vegas Boulevard with some shit pads on, on rollerblades down the strip. Fastest down the strip. That would it. be amazing. I mean, maybe there's some kind that. of a relay race they have to do, casino to casino or something. There's so much they can do in Vegas. I, I think it's, it was just a natural. You know, it would be funny, like the division team split up into four groups and they have to complete like a scavenger hunt on the strip and whoever wins like gets a buy in the first round of the all-star game. I don't know. I think that would be hilarious. Leah, next time Craig has his meeting with Batman, you need to sit in because that was brilliant. <laughs> We've had, I think every show this week, we've had ideas for Gary. We just need to start a, a list. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm going to be writing a notebook of All-Star Weekend, you know, after the All-Star game today, which is at noon Vegas time coming up really soon here. I hope I'm awake by then. But you guys got to send me your best ideas of, of what they could incorporate. I love both of those, by the way. Uh, you know, another thing that I, I would love to see them do, and Trevor Zegers is sort of emblematic of this, open it up to guys who weren't voted as All-Stars. Like, did we truly have all the best skaters in the NHL yesterday? I don't think we did. And there's there's easy ways of measuring that. And then I'm sure you guys saw the puck for the hardest shot. You know, yeah. the chip inside, the, the LED lights that lit up when you hit it, which is yeah. really cool, by the way. Reminiscent of the fox tail. Fox tail. Yeah. They should use that to figure out who the best shooters are in the league and then just bring those guys and have a competition. Let's find out who the best in the league really is rather than having to pull it from, you know, this pool of guys that have already been elected all-stars. So in the, in the, in, I may be wrong because I'm not a huge NBA guy. We'll have to go to Espo and Saul for this reference. But in the NBA, when they do the slam dunk competition, the players that participate in the slam dunk competition aren't necessarily part of the all-star game festivities. Is that correct? Do we know? I, I can't tell you that uh, uh, with any. Definitely. But that, yeah. that, that follows your model. I think that that is the case. They can go just for the slam dunk competition, which would, hey, we're flying a guy out just for the fastest skater. And it might get more teams involved too. Hey, these guys really are the fastest skaters. Like we know. Which also, if if we stuck to the idea of having it in Vegas every year, I think it's a desirable destination. Like, hey, we'll fly you and your family out to Vegas. You come do this event and then enjoy the rest of the weekend in Nevada with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Watts 05 in the chat said, um, do stick handling between the fountains could be a, a fun one, too. It's another great idea. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, I think the, the imagination is it runs wild here, and, and it's limitless on what you could do. And, and to, exactly, you could bring more people than just the game. Bring, I, I agree, those are the people that, that um, fans want to see, but bring more. Make it a bigger deal. I, I think they're trying to recognize, the league's trying to recognize players and, and get their you know notoriety up that's great more the better bring more i love it i'm in yeah next year can Especially- we go though craig can we go 
think yeah. if it's there next year, can Lee and I go? Uh, Craig, Craig, like, Craig Wet, Craig on behalf of PHNX as the PHNX All Star. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, was that a fan vote? Yes, it probably was. <laughs> um, Clayton Keller last night didn't win accuracy shooting. Um, his time was around 18 seconds, I think, but he did beat out Leon Dreisaitl. Correct? Leon Dreisaitl struggled. It was was that there was a point in the in the press box where we're all like uh, like avert well, your eyes and start to watch at some point because he just kept missing and missing and they hit a couple posts and. Oh, yeah. I I asked Clayton this, and he 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 wanted to go early, but my sense was in those competitions, the guys that got to go later did better in the competition. It's almost like you could see what was going on, and you could gauge the competition, and that's what happened there when Sebastian Ajo won. But yeah, Clayton, I thought Clayton did well in the competition, but more than anything, he just seemed to enjoy himself, and his mom and dad are here, so it's a, it's a fun weekend for him. But you talked about and enjoying also- it, and that's where you look at Clayton was smiling and laughing. I don't. Did you see that with Leon Dreisaitl, like throughout the event? And I mean, not just there. Even when McDavid did the fastest skater, he just didn't look like he didn't look happy. Like, shouldn't you be having fun? Like those guys shooting cards in the Bellagio, they were all joking and laughing. It is about fun. I don't know if those guys look like they had fun or not. When when Joe Pavelski said, "Respect your elders," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Joe hilarious. Pavelski fan anyway because he's a UW guy. But it was it, he was nails in that shooting competition. Yeah, like really all these cards every time and nailing them. That was impressive. Yeah, that was awesome. And also Clayton Keller had that incredible backhand on the, um, I think it was for the save streak one for the goalies, but it was like Clayton Keller, where are those moves in the coyote shootout? Post. Yep. But yeah. yeah he, he went in with some speed. That was a hell of a move. That little, really that little dirty. It was a nice just, move. Just, I'm going to say it again. Like I always say it. I don't know why players don't just all use redeem verbatim's move. It's literally yep. unstoppable if executed properly, and yet guys don't do it. I don't get it. Very true. Uh, Caleb in the chat said, what event is Craig in? The weird light on face competition or the fastest oh. elevator contest? No. Okay. <laughs> you what, you're look, what, what I thought of as my backdrop. And no, I the laser in your kitchen. I think it was some of the kitchen. The overall for the year, not just. For the year. Uh, let's show it. you're great, but let's see oh. it. guys. Oh. Oh, that's a good view. That's New York, New York that you're seeing the edge of. I'm... Craig is proving he actually is in Las Vegas and not just on a staycation in Scottsdale. <laughs> I'm literally, I, I just walk across the plaza to T-Mobile, so I'm right right at the arena. It's great. Craig, when you were there yesterday and, and people that I, I saw in the Discord and stuff asking how they did do those events where they shut off the uh, Las Vegas Boulevard, Boulevard, did you notice that yesterday or they, was it? Do you know if they did it the day before? Do you have any sense of when they actually did that? Did you notice the disruption of Las Vegas Boulevard yesterday? No, I didn't. And here's the other thing is I, I didn't get in until the afternoon. Like I landed just before Gary Bettman's news conference started and watched it in the airport because I couldn't even get to it live because my flight got in too late. Um, and then I just grabbed a, a lift and came straight to the hotel, changed and went right to the arena for the skills okay. challenge. So I didn't really get a sense of anything happening around the city because i was in such a hurry to get to the arena got it well you just mentioned it let's talk about the gary bettman press conference because there was a significant part of it that coyotes fans um if you missed it would want to know about um he directly addressed the not rumor but the 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 plan for the coyotes to possibly play in ansc's 5000 
seat arena. And he explicitly said that it will not have an impact on NHL revenue sharing because Arizona already receives the max amount. So the figure will not change. Is that, were you surprised to hear that? Not as far as revenue sharing. I knew that they already got the maximum amount, but it's certainly going to impact league revenues overall. So, I mean, I, I thought that was a way of sugarcoating it to ignore the fact that they are going to lose money. Look, the, the Coyotes acknowledge themselves that they're going to lose money. This is, as we've talked about, Alex Morello is willing to take massive losses if if he gets that arena in Tempe down the road. So, again, to me, it does show the, the, the Coyotes' commitment to staying in Arizona that they're willing to do this. But it is going to impact league revenues. I mean, you, you've seen – we knew that reaction was coming, and then Sean Shapiro wrote that story for The Athletic talking to – executives anonymously and they all voiced it and the nhlpa is looking at it too so it is a concern around the league but you know i <laughs> that's what he said we'll, we'll see how it plays out we'll see how they can mitigate it in in other ways i did i also find it interesting that gary said that uh in one model that they've looked at it could actually be a better financial situation for for them in asu and i, I would love to see that model because <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're talking it's about model thousand some fans in the stands. You don't have all the associated revenues that you normally have with arena. Ain't no way it's going to be more unless they jack up the ticket prices and then you're going to piss off your fans. So I think it's going to be a loss for the Coyotes. But again, they're willing to take it if it means they can get to the Tempe arena, you know, three, four years down the road. Definitely. And he also reiterated, which Craig, you have and we all have here many, many times that Footprint Center and the Phoenix Suns do not want the Coyotes even on a temporary basis, but it just had to come from Batman's mouth, I guess, for people to let that drive home. And he also said that he thinks that ASU could be a really great atmosphere, which is something that we've been saying all along. Um, so I felt generally overall optimistic. I mean, Gary Bettman, I think we all know, is the savior of <laughs> this franchise. He fights for it harder than anyone else. Um, and here's a clip from that press conference yesterday about um, just his overall thoughts on Arizona as a hockey market. But there are a lot of hockey fans, uh, and the team has built a good fan base. And with the right arena situation, they will be fine. And at the better than fine, I think they'll be great. And at the end of the day, if there has to be a temporary accommodation, knowing that a new building is coming. This obviously can't be indefinite. I think they can create a terrific experience uh, for people in a more intimate setting. And it wouldn't be the first time that we were in a small temporary facility pending the construction of a new arena. Long-winded way of saying is this is a good market. This has been a franchise that has had its challenges, some of which are beyond its control. Um, and as long as there is a commitment forthcoming for a new building, then it's going to be worth sticking with it. I think the the biggest thing there is he's committed, do whatever it takes, don't worry about the revenue, but there has to be that new arena, and sure. otherwise this isn't going to work. So that's yeah. the one thing that still is kind of looming over this whole situation, I think. Yeah, he, and he said later in the press conference or at some other point in the, in the news conference, um, he did say, look, it's not going to be two weeks, but it can't be two years that we're waiting for this to resolve. If the Tempe City Council ultimately decides that they're not going to go forward with this, then 
Yeah, you're at a you're at a crossroads. You're basically back to square one with the Coyotes because you don't have any prospects at that point, and that's that's troubling. I I do wonder what the league's patience will be if this thing falls through. So um, again, I think I, I've written all this already. Uh, the uh, Tempe deal or the ASU deal, they're going to discuss it. The Board of Regents is going to discuss it on February 10th at their meeting. We'll see where it goes from there. In terms of the city council, I don't get any sense that they are anywhere close to a vote on this. And with a March 8th election looming for city council, I mean, we could we could have conceivably three new sitting members of city council, which changes the game. I have seen interviews with a lot of those uh, candidates, all, all of whom actually expressed support for the deal, but they don't have the de- details yet, right? That, yeah. that economic benefit assessment was supposed to arrive by the end of January. It was delayed. I, I think it was supposed to arrive by the end of this week. I need to check into that again. But until you can look at all those details, you really don't know what you're looking at. But again, the Tempe Arena is everything. It is, it is critical to everything that's happening right here. Definitely. And there's a comment from the Watts. What about the comment um, about Glendale that upset Glendale? Gary Bettman also in his press conference did address Glendale and just that they wanted the Coyotes to sign what was it a 10-year deal but 20 oh 20 okay and and then so yeah you can take it away because I think Kevin Phelps came out and was upset about that comment yeah he he spoke to Ken Campbell about it I'm I'm not sure what Gary mischaracterized because uh, Kevin Phelps told me on the record that the city of Glendale was looking for a long-term lease agreement with the Coyotes and they weren't interested in the short term because the Coyotes approached them with a short term possibility and that that wasn't on the table. So I'm not sure what upset him. Maybe it's just, you know, the Gary's tone about city of Glendale, but honestly, guys, at this point, as PD would say, HK Glendale's (laughs) Glendale's irrelevant. Now let's, let's move on from Glendale. Who cares other than Glendale's continued efforts to try to kill this deal. And don't you believe for a second that they're not involved in trying to kill this deal because they're looking out for their own economic interests. Any city would probably do that. This, this venue would be a better venue than they've got and they know it. So they're involved there, but aside, but you know, with, with regard to their involvement with the coyotes and housing the coyotes at this point, who cares? Move on. It's done. It's over. Glendale's irrelevant on that front now. The one thing I want to hear, the next time I want to hear Glendale is we're doing an assessment a year, two years, three years from now about all of these great concerts and the rodeo and how they were able to surpass their revenues and replace the Arizona Cavities. That's that's the next time I want to hear about Glendale and the Glendale Arena. You know, it's funny, like Gary Bettman gives his press conferences at the All-Star Game and at the playoffs, like he does, you know, his couple of times a year ones. I can't even, like, I feel like he has to address the Coyotes every single time. And I just, I can't, personally, I can't wait for the day where he doesn't have to address the Coyotes as an issue. I feel like this has been going on forever, for as long as I can remember. And I just look forward to the day that the Coyotes can just exist in peace and not be an issue. Yeah, not be the, the you know, the league shit show which is yeah. basically how they're viewed nationally. Uh, you can talk to a bunch of writers and that's the exact term that they use. But you know, what's funny about that news conference. I saw it on the agenda long before this. And, and I thought, do I need to be there for that? And like, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say the same things that he's been saying for, I don't know how many years now. And I was right. There was, there was really no new ground covered other than the specifics of ASU, but I know knew where he was going with everything Again, it's just support. We'll see how it plays out. There are some key key points or uh, key uh, dates coming up, but 
we're still committed to the market. It, there really were no surprises for me in terms of Arizona. Very true. Well, back to now that the Gary comments are out of the way, getting back on to the actual All-Star game itself. We talked about the skills competition, but the actual games, against, divisions against each other are coming up um, in the next couple of hours here. Um, right now on DraftKings, the Atlantic and Central divisions have the best odds to win the All-Star game at plus 240. The Pacific, plus 260, and the Metro has the lowest odds with plus 360. And, PD, what is your DraftKings pick of the week? Because we I believe make... it has to do with the All-Star game. You are absolutely correct. You did your homework. The <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week is we have the Central Division winning it all at plus 240. The Central Division as the winners of today's 3-on-3 All-Star game. Clayton Keller gets to carry the 3-on-3 award, and the Central Division will win plus 240. Wait, this is all a right. combo bet of the week and fantasy wheel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it actually did kind of sound like that, didn't it? <laughs> but here's, when we look at this, how the hell do you pick? When I've got all four rosters. I'm like, how do you pick? Like, what do you go with Golden? Who's got the best defense? Like, Oh, look at their system play. It's like so hard, but but Vegas normally is very accurate when giving lines. How? I mean, are they charting what these guys are doing the night before in Vegas? I mean, it's the all-star game. You don't think these guys yeah. went to bed early last night, Craig? Really buying into this game is like showing up for like a game of cards. You're not prepping for it ahead of time. They don't care really. Well, like they would care more about cards than they probably do about this game. It's just I don't know how you lay odds on the all-star game, the NHL all-star well, game with it. It's three on three and it's a crap shoot anyway. And then you factor in that it's Vegas and the games mean nothing. Um, what do you guys think the over under is set for the first two games today? The over under for goals per per goal. game or total um, per game per game. It's gotta be 11 or 12. Yeah. I would think somewhere around there. So the first game between the Metro and the Pacific, the over is set at 13 and a half. Wow. And between the Atlantic and the Central, it's set at 14 and a half. Wow. That's a lot what of do you, goals. What do you take in? I, I, I guess, I, you know, you have to look back at the scores from previous years, but the scoring's up in the league. Gary Bettman talked about that yesterday in the news conference too. There's maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe it's going to be a high scoring game and, and why and, not? And especially three on three. There's so much more ice. There's such high skill and the goalies aren't going to be like making HK. The goalies are yeah. they're full HK. mode. I'm not pulling a groin. I'm not going to, I don't want to look stupid, which is really, really hard in this. And that's what's, <laughs> No, it is like because the the offensive guys there'll be no back checking. There's gonna be no defending. They're gonna have two on os, three on os, and it's hard to not look stupid. And so I I feel for the goalies like they just there's no way that a goalie can can win as it were in this all star uh, weekend for them. Even the breakaway competitions like how do you, you have to seriously defend a guy coming down with a mask on? Thank goodness they had who do they have in net? They had Menon Riom and um um. Oh, God. Come on. For Men and Realm, by the way, like, can you, hey, we're, we're going to give you some pub, uh, remind people that you're a really cool story, but can you play the part of Pigeon and just let everything in? You know, what was that? That was weird. <laughs> well, how old would she be now? She's got to be 50, right? She could have made some saves, you know, probably could have made you some got, saves. You guys should have been the goalies for that. And that was Goldie Hahn's son and Kurt Russell's son at the other end, Wyatt Russell. So, 
thank goodness they didn't have the real goalies do that part, which they've done in the past, which is also not fair. But I, I don't know. I, I think this is I'm excited to see the speed. I'm glad the way they set up the games, the three on three is fun and exciting. You've got the best players in the world on the ice for this kind of a game. I'm actually hate to say it, kind of looking forward to it. And I like the three on three matchup. I like doing that versus five on five. Okay. Can I throw out my dream scenario for the all-star game now? Yeah. Three on three with every NHL team represented you. Every, every NHL team has its own three on three team, whether it's, oh. Oh. I don't know how many tournament figured out how many players you need to not get exhausted. Plus a goalie. Maybe it's, Maybe it's nine guys plus a goalie, and you have a tournament. So the games okay. will be short. You can't exhaust them, but you bracket it. Maybe even give you buys to figure it all out. Then you have them play down until you determine a champion. Wow. That, that's my scenario. Like, just like those outdoor games in, in Minnesota and Michigan where they carve out the, the lake and you know, have the three-on-three tournaments. Yeah. We play all day. Wow. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Put it on your I, list, I Craig. I do want to get into more of this format stuff, but before we do, um, I just want to remind everyone, if you want to um, lock in those odds today before they change once the game start or bet the over-under, like I mentioned, um, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, um, it's giving new customers a 56 to one odds on either football team in Super Bowl 56. So if you bet $5, you can get $280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer at DraftKings, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same game parlays. Um, so if you haven't signed up yet, today's the day. Go ahead and place that bet. You can do it now already, I believe. Um, and then you can just get started on DraftKings if you want to throw some money on the NHL All-Star Game, just for fun, why not? So that's promo code PHNX when you sign up. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet $5 and get 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. I like that idea, Craig. I've never heard someone propose that. What else could they do, A, or what is your guys' favorite NHL All-Star game format so far that the league's done? I love the three-on-three. I think they stick with that because it's exciting. The fans love it, and that's what it should be all about. Let me ask you this, Petey. As a coach, how many skaters do you need in a three-on-three format on a team to make sure that the guys don't get exhausted? Is it three long? I don't think you can do a full three. I mean, nine's ideal, but you could go by the eight. You could rotate a guy in. I think you can do it with eight. Okay. How long? Like 20 minutes? Like one period? No, 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 no. Like what do they yeah. do now? Two, two, uh, two twelves, is it? Yeah, I would say like one 10 minute game. Yeah, it's got to be quick because you got to you got to get through all these games in a day. So you got to get through a bracket. It's a one 10 minute game. Here's my problem with it, Craig. Like it? I think it's brilliant. I think fans, you could make it on all day. You could stream it, make it an all day event, and then just show the finals on national TV. Get it? I would worry. <clears throat> that when you're wearing your own team sweater playing against a team that you don't necessarily like, I could see this getting, I, it could get pretty heated. Like it, it, the competition would be much higher than you're going to see today. Three on three. If you play, I mean, you know, the Coyotes are out there against the LA Kings. Yeah. Bad blood. It's going to be Canadians, <laughs> Toronto. I mean, three on three, I don't care if it's three on three or not. I think for the first time you might see a fight in the all-star game. 
Wow. Is that a bad thing? I don't know, but I like it. I will say this. The three-on-three model gives fans what they want and what they're going to get anyway. They've tried the same thing five-on-five. You're going to get the guys. You're not going to defend. You're not going to hit. It's just going to be an offensive showcase anyway, so let's just cut the bullshit and make it a three-on-three. Let's make it what we're calling it anyway. Just make it for fun offensive showcase because when we did it five-on-five and the scores were 17-15 and guys dangle up and down, it just wasn't fun. It's like, what are we doing? Everybody's standing around. At least now there's ice to skate and see movement, see speed. I think this is great. The only other format that I liked is when you make it a real competition. and Guys compete when you make it about something bigger, i.e. North America versus the world. Mm. That got bigger because you're you're competing. Okay, yeah, we're better than you. I mean, when it's just yeah, our Pacific Division, HK. But when you're making it the world, yeah, we're better in North America. We train better. We're better. We're better. So I think that's when you anytime you can get those competitive juices in a game like this, I think that helps. And I think you've seen it in the All Star Game in baseball. You can say what you want to about the winner gets home field in the World Series, yeah, which is like that. clearly dumb. But it does raise the level of competition. And any way you can raise the level <clears> of competition <throat> in a All Star Showcase, the better. And they give the million dollar prize to the winners. Do they still do that, by the way? The million dollar winner. You're asking the a baseball question of me. No, let's no, go this hockey. here. Like the hockey. When they first did it, they split the million dollars. Do they still do that? I don't know. I, does the I MVP still get a car? I would I'll think. find out today. All right, go I get us all of those nuggets. I pay attention to. Come on, I got to follow the coyotes. Who is the all star? Need to do. Leah, what? what's your first? Leah, what's your format before I move on? Because I got so I the one that I loved was the year that they did a draft, and oh. the captains were drafting just from like anyone. And you can choose from anyone, and the whole thing with Alex Ovechkin wanting to get picked last, and Phil Kessel getting her that like that to me that was. The, the draft itself was more entertaining than anything else. So I, I loved that. That was good TV, just like back on the, the playground. The Watts said, last. bring back All-Stars versus Stanley Cup champions. Well, that's old. How old? How old is I don't stuff? even know about that. Well, that's old. That's old, old. Like, the thing about the, uh, the every team involved is you have 32 teams now, so the brackets work perfectly oh, to eliminate wow. 16, 8, 4 championship. Hey, Craig, I tell you what, when yeah. Bettman finally does retire, I'm – throwing your name in the hat mission beautiful okay just get it sure that'll go far <laughs> yeah thank you i'll have one vote yeah yours <laughs> i've got you in there craig great ideas so now we've talked about the format and we talked about the teams i've already said the central wins who is your early prediction we did a prediction show yesterday who is the all-star mvp today somebody from vegas <laughs> oh wow you think it's going to be a homer deal you think so? Well, yeah. Marcia won the breakaway challenge yesterday, and I don't think he had the best breakaway. Yeah. So I think it was skewed. I'm going Kirill Kaprizov. Kirill the Thrill out of Minnesota. If Central wins it, he's young enough that he's going to com- compete hard enough. He's skilled enough to be able to do things offensively. <laughs> so I got Kirill the Thrill as my okay. love the, I love the OV homage from Kirill yesterday. That, that was, was great. Yeah. That was great. That was awesome. It was a fan favorite, too. That was really nice. Uh, Nobody else? Any 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 ideas, Leah? You got to think skill. You got to think open ice. You got to think the team that you might win. I don't think Connor McDavid's it, by the way, because I just said I think he look I like think the central. I think the central division is going to win. Also, 
So you might mm-hmm. be like a guy like Jordan Cairo, like a guy like that's really trying to prove himself amongst his peers that's not quite to that level yet. So a guy like Jordan Cairo may be a guy that that sneaks in there too. Or Clayton Keller for that same reason, right? For that same reason. Yeah, a guy that's going to compete for it that, you know, he doesn't hasn't like Joe Pavelski might be the sentimental choice, but Joe's not going to turn much of a wheel here. He's going to distribute the puck and let those guys go end end and tire themselves out. Just my guess. He put in all his effort yesterday. Exactly. Either way, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> um, if the Metro wins, there's a 0% chance a capital is the MVP. Vegas still hates them. Did you guys hear Tom Wilson get booed yesterday? Oh. <laughs> and then when he uh, didn't succeed, uh, they were cheering because he he failed. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom Wilson just hated. Uh, I think that's sort of universal with other fan bases, though. I, I'm not sure there's a fan base outside of Washington that likes Tom Wilson. And there's good reason for it with some of the plays. He's a dirty yeah. player. I'm just going to say it. He's a dirty player. Yeah. So even if he has an MVP uh, showing, I don't think, I don't think he's going to be. It. Um, that's it. Probably he has the longest odds, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. There's that's not on DraftKings, but we can probably say that pretty confidently here. Um, all right. What are your guys' favorite just like all-star moments in the past that stand out to you? Petey? That's hard. We had the puck tracker with Fox that they did. I think they made their first appearance actually at the all-star game. So that was, that was obviously interesting. And I look at, I go back to my last head coach when Rick Tockett went to represent the team and they took a selfie. I don't know if people remember this. It was all over Twitter. It was Gretzky Hall and Tockett. And it was just like, well, they're having fun. like, And that, to me, embodied what All-Star Game was about. They were just like little kids, again, having fun. Yeah, you stole mine, actually, because that's – that's to bring it back to the Coyotes, that's one of the things that I really remember. That I, I love that selfie. That, that was a cool moment. And, and, again, like you said, Petey, this this whole event should just be about having fun. It, look, you can, you can crown champions in the different events and the games, whatever – I don't think any of that stuff gets remembered. It is, you know, this this is a chance for all of these guys to come together and build relationships. You know, they don't have to compete against each other. They can just enjoy the camaraderie of being in the <laughs> NHL together. So that's a cool moment. And yeah. The moment- Go ahead, oh, yeah, Sorry, I stepped on you. Your turn. Oh, well, I was going to say when um, Clayton Keller was talking to the media and mentioned the mention to uh, talk to Kill McCarr and get to play with him. And um, he also had said that, you know, his first all-star game was kind of a blur. So this time around, he wants to kind of soak it in more and, and make more connections with the other players like you just mentioned. So And, um, and the number of kids, too. A lot the of young kids that are a there. Lot of young, yeah. Not the young players, but the kids. Like the guys got their, they have their kids on the bench. And boy, that's a really Yeah, that's game. fun. Yeah, Patrice Bergeron talked about that yesterday, just how, how cool the memories will be for his kids. So. Great. Well, I mentioned Clayton Keller, and if you haven't had the chance to read Craig's um, in-depth story about Clayton Keller and his relationship with his grandfather and what um, his role in his life meant to him, be sure to check that out. It's unlocked, correct, Craig? Yes, it is. So it's unlocked on gophnx.com. I read it last night. It's a phenomenal story if you're looking for some reading before the game begins. And maybe it would be really special if Clayton Keller won MVP, who knows? Maybe he'll playing with these really high skilled players. He'll put on a clinic. It would be really great to see. But 
like I've said, if you haven't checked out the article, gophnx.com, it's unlocked so anyone can read it. But if you want to read anything else at gophnx.com, become a member today. You get um, members only deals on Merchandise Weekly, which by the way, and I don't see them in the chat right now, but if you're listening on audio debug, I checked and we do ship to Thailand. So <laughs> check out the PHNX locker. Um, if you want to get a shirt, PD's wearing his Cody the Coyote and has a Cody the Coyote behind him. So you I have know. two? I do. I might have ordered the wrong size. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, on display. Maybe we'll make and, it a contest giveaway. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. And you can join our members only Discord, which were you guys in the Discord yesterday when oh, yeah. the maple syrup conversation was happening? Yes, it was all about food for hours. And for I, hours. I'm all in. We're not talking CBA. We were talking about food. So yeah. I was all on board. We're talking about pie rankings and cereal rankings and maple syrup. So this is what was proposed in the members only Discord. And I wanted to bring this to you both live so we can discuss. So this was the proposal. PD has to go to the store to get maple syrup, to get one golden and one dark. And to make sure it's not a complete random chance. And this is for me to do a taste test, a blindfolded taste test of maple syrup to see if I could tell the difference between different qualities of maple syrup. PD has to flip a coin 10 times to determine the order of the maple syrup. Um, and I am allowed an appropriate palate cleanser, such as sparkling water, carrots, crackers, or apples. I have to be blindfolded. Um, he explicitly said the odds based on <laughs> if I knew beforehand or not, but the stakes is a hundred dollars to the charity of my choice screenshot and proof of donation to be posted in the discord. And uh, we call the person in the discord, Frank, I know that's not your actual name, but they're playing for the Arizona children association who helps provide resources to foster children and foster parents in Arizona. Do I accept the terms? Is this something that we should we should execute. The answer is yes, first of all, yes. But you, <laughs> just a touch more background on this, why it came to this is because of the I am a maple syrup snob. Of the arrogance of the Canadian as a people as a whole saying their pure maple syrup is just better. And then the discussion went on, well, really? Like, really? So this is, can a true Canadian tell <laughs> a true Canadian, pure Canadian maple syrup. That is where the, the history of this came from, Craig. And this is where the discord went off uh, the rails. Let me dive into this because I have some thoughts here. First of all, <laughs> pure, real maple syrup is way better than some of the... Here's here's something. My, my wife's from New England, okay? And New Englanders are just as snobby about their maple syrup. But it's really good maple syrup. And no, Canada's isn't better than New England's. It's probably on par. But it, it's silly to say that it's better because being made... Wow. Right. My kids will not eat the real maple syrup. They eat log cabin, which is basically corn syrup. And we just trash them every time they're eating it on their pancakes or their French toast or their waffles. It's just it's like a, an insult to both of us that they're eating this trash instead of real maple syrup that we have on the table for them. That is sent from their aunt who lives in New Hampshire and they won't eat it. It drives us crazy. But on the that subject, is, of that's upsetting. Syrup is better than American maple syrup. We're talking about a culture that gave us ketchup chips, poutine, and those dry Timbits that they claim are the best donuts on the planet. And they're not even like top three. 
So, you know, I'm going to question Canadian maple syrup a little bit. So maybe we could have a, a taste test also in New England yes. maple syrup. And wherever you want to go in all of the, the wide country that yes. is Canada, you can pick it from anywhere and we'll compare it Quebec, to you. Quebec is supposed to have the best maple so syrup. This has now taken on a new life. And Craig, I agree. And it's now the two of you. And it's three. It's a it's a log cabin or something of that ilk. Canadian maple syrup. And we'll look through and get Canadian pure. I mean, we're not kidding around. We'll get really good. And then we'll get New England pure, really good syrup. And we will have a taste test between the two of you. And we will find out once and for all what the truth is. I will administer right. so there's no cheating involved. And then we can get Frank to donate to his favorite charity, which I think is a brilliant idea. Um to, to get this so we'll, we'll we'll think over it the next few days and we'll have it out in the next um next few weeks you know i, I really want to taste a canadian cuisine that's actually good because that experience hasn't happened <laughs> yet in my life wow 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 and all the canadian viewers dropping off of youtube as we speak <laughs> wow <laughs> So I don't even have a response, but I will say an idea came to mind for what I would have to do when we hit a follower milestone, which would be to eat something drenched in like log cabin maple syrup. With oh. <laughs> like that to me is like you eating a ketchup with hot dog. That's it. We've got it. That's it. Okay. What, what's the so, uh, count? I, I, well, you know, listen, we don't, we don't really think the goat farm thing is going to happen. Do we? I still think we should, but. I, I, but I don't want I don't want to see Mac end up in you know like a, a straight jacket in a padded cell. So I don't I don't. <laughs> we can do thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. We'll do it. We'll yeah, do it. Just, I'll get I'll get the big log cabin bottle. You should see the size of the log cabin bottle in our cabinet. It's an insult. Every time I open the cabinet, I see it. It's like my it's dad like, would not allow that to cross oh. the threshold of our house. Like wow. that just would be not allowed at all. So, yeah. all right, well, that's set. So <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, there's one more thing that I want to bring to everyone's attention. And this came up uh, on Twitter that I saw, and it was this clip <laughs> of, the, of Howler the Coyote on the ice. Oh, God. Not really being able to skate well um <laughs> lots of questions about this one on twitter oh, last Come night on. uh do we have any insight to this <laughs> poor howler first of all poor howler skates by about eight other mascots all of whom are striding perfectly <laughs> if, if you're gonna hire a hockey mascot you should probably find somebody who can skate and i don't want i don't want to trash howler this is a new howler by the way the old howler's gone but yeah, Howler, you got to get some skating lessons, buddy. <laughs> you got to get some skating lessons. You are a hockey mascot. It's it's kind of uh, it goes with the turf that you need to be able to ice skate. That was not a good look for Howler, and the you know the, the caddies were already taking those shots yesterday. <laughs> I don't even know where. Like, where do you begin? <laughs> like, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> you know, I, I feel so bad. I got I got you know how I found out about it. Brandon Spano, our CEO, sent me that text message no. last. Week. No, but when, like, why do we always have to, can you just do it? Like, huh? Like, shouldn't that be on the, when you, when you put out the job application, shouldn't that be like literally at the top? Like, I don't care if you've ever put a suit on before. I don't care yes. if you've ever been a cheerleader. I don't care. If, can you skate? That's one. That, we'll check there. We're going to start. That is the minimum. You have to be able to skate. That's the minimum. That's it. 
And then you work from there. Entertainment background. Have you been an actor? Have you entered? Have you worked at Disney or anything? All of those things. Great. Got freaking skate. That's first. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. and you know who I feel bad for besides the organization, but I feel bad for the kid. Like, come on. You're putting him on the all star ice and you're putting him in. Like, come on. Like, is that a fair place to put him in? Like, honestly, I, I really did. Sincerely, the first time I watched it, I felt, oh my goodness, I felt so bad for the kid in the costume. I did. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> okay. So and, and it just set up the coyotes to have more shots taken at them. <laughs> exactly. Here's what I propose. We hey, super chats. Let's let's get uh, Howler some skating lessons. Yes. <laughs> Yes, this is this is the possible. Yeah, this will be the next movement. Get Howler skating lessons. Um, and by next all-star game, Howler will be skating laps around all these other mascots because Howler is a great mascot. A great mascot, and they do a great job with it. And I and I just again I I'm so, I feel mascot. sorry for the kids. So hopefully, hopefully they get that sorted out. I'm envisioning a year from now, Howler out on the all-star ice doing triple lutzes. Let's hope so. <laughs> perfect we will we will uh check this we'll we'll come back with this timestamp of this show and howler can can prove us all wrong um yes. caleb said pd has to teach the skating lesson <laughs> i would i would i'm not that i'm a great <laughs> skater but at least i could i could maybe i could just do the thing maybe just put the costume maybe on. you can be howler maybe you would be, be so enthusiastic can you imagine me with young kids that they get oh, <laughs> You're like shoving them away. Get away. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that helps. Don't touch me. Maybe that's what they want. Don't be in my space. Yeah, I'll just sit in the corner and shake my big dog. They make the doll with the pole string. The first sound it makes is. (sighs) (laughs) A kid runs into you. You took the head off so you can drink a beer and screaming. Howler's not real. May not be the answer. No, we got to get Lars Hepso on the case here. He's got to teach Howler how to skate. Oh my god. All right. Well, the all-star game starts at one o'clock Arizona time. Craig will be heading over to the arena shortly to cover it. So follow along at PHNX underscore coyotes and at P- and PHNX underscore sports on Instagram. Um, all-star game coverage coming to you both on coming on both of those platforms. So be sure to check it out. Any other all-star no- notes before we head out and watch the games? Nope. Just looking all forward set. to it. I've, I've, yeah. I've been enjoying the weekend so far. I'll be Good. tuning into Craig S. Morgan at Craig S. Morgan to, to get the inside story for the remainder Definitely. of the day. No Vicariously Definitely. living through him. <laughs> I will be in the interview room. That's about it. Don't you'll be there. I mean, you, you might send a tweet. Else. You might send a tweet Dude, out. Maybe get Dilly on camera. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Howler, maybe get Dilly on camera. Maybe get a shot as you're walking across on Twitter. I would enjoy to see your walk across and tweet that. I did it last night. I sent it to Mac. I think think she's going to use that at night. But I'll I'll get it today when there's actually a crowd on the plaza. I'll walk through. Yeah. It's you know I didn't get here early enough to get to the convention center, which is too far away where they have the exhibit. That would have been cool to see. But yeah, I'll I'll try and walk around the concourses a little bit, get a feel for it, and then. Head on up to the press box for the game. Such a great venue, too. PD, you know, too. This this arena, Vegas did everything right. They did everything right launching this franchise, and the T-Mobile is just an amazing venue. Um, really quick before we get out, we just have a super chat from Sammy D, which we did kind of get to in the beginning, but thoughts on Bettman causing Phelps to have a meltdown. Again, we said it before. It's just the facts like that okay. Gary Bettman said. So... <laughs> 
you know, yep. nothing Sammy, really more. When this is over, Sammy, just go rewind. There's a <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, you guys. Well, thanks for tuning in on a Saturday morning. Enjoy the All Star Game. You can bet on it on DraftKings. Sign up using the promo code PHNX and uh, follow along on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Continue to follow so you can watch me have to eat something drenched in log cabin maple syrup. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week. We have a audio episode on Monday, post-game shows in the middle of the week. We have a special guest coming on our live show next Thursday. More to come on that. And until then, enjoy the All-Star Game, everyone, and enjoy your weekend. Have a good weekend.